Welcome to episode three of the Tiffinator Training Podcast Series. My name is Tiffany Gray and I'm your host. Today we have Dr. David Shiner, who is an expert in chiropractic, and he's going to discuss how chiropractic can be beneficial in both exercise testing and prescription. Without further ado, here's David Shiner. Hello and welcome to our podcast. Uh, Today we're going to be talking with Dr. David Shiner, who is a chiropractor in the uh, Phoenix area, and he also um, does a lot of speaking with students in the classroom about uh, essentially finding what your purpose is. But I've asked David, he's so graciously accepted our invitation to do the podcast. I've known David for what, the last couple of years, I guess. And uh, he's, he's talked to several of my classes. And so I thought this would be a fantastic opportunity to get his input as far as how chiropractic can fit in with exercise prescription and also um, some, some knowledge about the spine in terms of as we're assessing people and we're prescribing the exercises that we can take some things into account. And so David, uh, thank you so much for being here today. It's always a pleasure to see you. Oh, you're welcome, Tiffany. Thank you for having me. And I, it's likewise, every time I see you, I'm like, I know good things are going to happen. That's right. We always have a good time here. And I also wanted to mention that David is the author of two books. So David, if you could uh, just give us a little brief introduction about your background and, and uh, kind of what you've done over the years, just briefly, and then we'll jump into the, uh, the podcast itself. That sounds great. So I'm originally from Queens, New York, and I grew up on Long Island. I always knew I wanted to help people. I just didn't know what was going to be that vehicle, so to speak, that was going to take me every day. And then somewhere along the line, chiropractic found me, and I became one. Uh, Now, for the past 25 years, I've been a chiropractor. I opened four holistic health and wellness centers where we provide chiropractic care, massage, therapy, uh, physical therapy, and meditation programs, nutrition programs, just to help people live their best quality and function of life. And I did write two books. Uh, One of them is Chiropractic Revealed. The other is The Eight Laws of Chiropractic Success. And I'm also a transformational life coach and meditation teacher. And I do spend a lot of time speaking to university students across the country, helping them find their purpose. That sounds great. And, and you, you know, that's what I really appreciate about you when you come in and talk to my students is that you have that background of, of chiropractic and, and obviously you're a chiropractor, but you also bring in the, the stuff about uh, life transformation, life coaching. And, and I think that's fantastic, especially for students. And uh, today, though, I, I really want to talk about and get your insight into exercise prescription. And, and what our class is about is that we are, we are going through the process of assessing people, learning how to assess people, and then to prescribe prescription for exercise that is very individualized to each client. And so I wanted to get your perspective of how chiropractic might be involved in that and how it might it might help guide how we 
work with somebody in, especially in the beginning stages, as we get those foundational strengths built up? Yeah, I think it's twofold with the chiropractic and exercise prescription. It might even be threefold. We'll see what shows up. Although when you're assessing a, a client, assessing a patient, first you want to assess in from a chiropractic standpoint, ranges of motion. And really, you know, sometimes we use the goniometers and really see, you know, what degrees they're able to move uh, in from an assessment standpoint and have a baseline and really see where they're at. And then um, bring them through ranges of motion to see uh, how far they can get and then prescribe certain exercises. And we do that in chiropractic as well, mostly uh, neck and low back exercises that will give our patients to really uh, loosen up the neck region, loosen up the low back region. And then over the series of the first couple, two, three weeks, as they're going home and doing their exercises and they're coming back, we're gonna reevaluate them to see the improvements because that's what we're all looking for, right, Tiffany? We wanna see improvement. And if oh, yeah. Right. If they're not improving, what else can we add into the mix? And at what point in time, maybe, is, is it appropriate to refer them out to another professional? So for us in chiropractic, assessment, baseline, low back and neck exercises, and go from there. That sounds great. And what would you do? Let's say that we have a client. Uh, who let's say they they are having pain in their shoulder and we work with them and they're trying to do certain exercises they just can't do it they say oh you know this is a problem I've always had how might chiropractic fit into there how would a, how might a chiropractor take a look at that and and see if it's something that can be fixed with chiropractic or specific exercises what kind of role would chiropractic play yeah, well, first we'll we'll take a look at the shoulder. We might do some specific orthopedic tests, um, specific for the shoulder, and give them some exercises specifically to do for the shoulder on a every other day basis, so to speak. And then we're also going to look at the shoulder and to adjust the shoulder chiropractically. So there's some specific chiropractic adjustments that we'll do for the extremities, and one of them being the shoulder. We might use instrumentation, uh, an instrument adjusting method. We may also use our hands to adjust the shoulder in a specific way to uh, localize just that joint and make a specific chiropractic adjustment. So chiropractic adjustments to the shoulder, um, exercises for the shoulder. And there's some other things that we would do using certain modalities too, because as we've spoken about before, chiropractors are also licensed and certified to perform some of those physiotherapy modalities, maybe put some ice on, maybe use ultrasound to yeah. help the shoulder as well. That's great. I know that when I've gone to my chiropractor that it's really been beneficial to, to get that mobility back. And a lot of it has to do with those 
modalities and also the, the specific exercises. So, you know, I can definitely, from a personal perspective, see how chiropractic can impact that. And I'm wondering, there's, yeah, go ahead. Just real quick, there's also the laser therapy, the cold laser therapy that we're using in our chiropractic uh, toolbox, so to speak. So we'll have that patient sit for five to eight minutes with the laser shooting um, in that specific area to help heal as well. Well, that's great. I hadn't, I hadn't heard of that one. That, that's a, that sounds like it's fantastic modality. It really is. Yeah. That laser works, works wonders for all sorts of things. So you were going to ask me another question that you were wondering something. Yes. I was wondering, I know a lot of people go to a chiropractor when things are going wrong. And then I know there are people who do a maintenance chiropractic. And so can you, I, I don't know. What do you think about that? What is the value of, of going all the time? I mean, I know the value uh, personally, but I'm eager to hear your your response to that. I was going to ask you, why don't you tell us? <laughs> and then I'll add to it, but I'll take it. I'll take it. And, you know, the first structure that forms inside of us is the nervous system, you know, from two cells. We create ourselves, and the first structure that's going to form is what's known as the primitive streak, aka notochord. And that notochord has an intelligence within it, and it forms into our spinal cord. Before it forms into the spinal cord, it's going to grow a brain on top of that streak, and then the brain's going to send information down that primitive streak, notochord, to form into a spinal cord. And then we grow these 31 branches called spinal nerves off of the spinal cord. So the, the importance of having maintenance chiropractic care is not to get out of pain. It's not to, and chiropractic works wonders with pain. The reason being is because 10% of what a nerve deals with is pain. It's the other 90%, which is really the answer to your question, where maintenance chiropractic care fits in. And that is, if the nervous system controls and coordinates every single function of our body, then it behooves us to have that nervous system checked, maybe on a monthly basis, even if you're feeling fine. Now, our car is in great condition. However, the car and auto industry has done an amazing job teaching us that every three to five thousand miles we need to take the car in for what the oil change right right well if our nervous system controls and coordinates every function of our body yet we don't know how it's functioning we haven't yet learned to take ourselves into a chiropractor who is the connoisseur of the neurology in that if there are any vertebrae out of alignment, putting pressure on that nervous system, it's not gonna allow our body to work at its optimum levels of function and performance. That's where the maintenance and prevention comes in. Go to the chiropractor, get your nervous system checked, which is a foreign way of thinking, <laughs> and to see if there's any interference in that system, because if there is, you're simply better off without it. That's the maintenance. That's, you know, and that's very true because we do, we take great care of our cars typically. Right. Because they're expensive, right? And, and 
every time it breaks down, we can't just go out and get a new car. We have to upkeep the maintenance. And so it makes perfect sense. We have to do that with our body. We only get one body. And so taking care of it. And, you know, you mentioned something that, that kind of, uh, what I was thinking about asking you was when we're talking about uh, referred pain or we're talking about pain, have you ever dealt with somebody or have you ever in your practice had somebody who maybe is having foot pain? And I'm trying to think of this in an exercise area format, exercise prescription, but have you ever dealt with anybody who comes in with foot pain? Perhaps they feel like they're, they're walking on glass or when they take a step, they're, it feels like their bones are going to break in their, in their feet. And, and so the focus is on the feet, but what else could it be? Definitely. Well, everything, everything that is body related traces back to the nervous system because everything in the body takes its direction, its directives, its instructions from the brain. So what we want to first do is take a look at the foot. You know, is there a bone of the foot that maybe is a little bit out of alignment? Mm -hmm. Because there are nerves that are coming through those bones as well. And if there's a misaligned bone in the foot, we can, as chiropractors, make it an adjustment to that. Secondly, we want to trace that nerve back to the level of the spine where that nerve is stemming from, because everything is coming off that tree trunk, which is the spinal cord. And even like the sacral plexus, you know, that whole network of nerves that is coming out through the sacrum, mm -hmm. those branches of nerves are going to come down the legs. And one of them is the sciatic nerve. And you know, and you're oh, yeah. know about sciatica and exercise prescription for sciatica, right? Chiropractic adjustments to the low back. So if you're taking a look at the foot, let's work with the foot first. Let's do some ultrasound possibly. Let's adjust the foot. And then let's go to the low back where the big nerve is coming from through the you know, and that's and then that's parallel to the femoral artery, right? That's running down the leg, and that nerve is going to send branches down into the feet. And let's trace it back up and see if maybe an adjustment of the spine can help as well. And that's you're absolutely right in this because I think what people don't really realize is, let's say somebody does have that foot problem where it feels like they're walking on glass or they're feet are breaking, they go through x-rays and there's no stress fracture, there's no issue, but then really focusing on, okay, well, what are the symptoms? Well, there's pain, it feels like things are breaking or you're walking on glass. So it's obviously some nerve involvement and then trace that nerve to a specific nerve area that actually innervates those areas. And so I can see how, how might, Let's say that we have somebody that is that we're working with who's exercising. Maybe they're doing squats and they're loaded. They've got they've got a bar. They're doing squats, and then they're struggling with knee pain, or they're struggling with 
you know, some other areas. How might chiropractic, let's say that I, I'm a trainer and I say, you know what, David, I've got this client. He has a specific pain in whatever area and I'm not sure what's going on. Can you take a look? How would you address that? How would you take a look at that? Yeah, it's a great question. And let's keep it to the example you brought up with the okay. plots and, you know, loading on that bar and you're 350 pounds, which is probably light for a lot of your listeners, <laughs> you know, and they're doing those reps and they're just feeling that right knee pain. And what we want to take a look at on our chiropractic table is having that person face down, face in the hole and doing the leg length analysis. We want to see if one leg might be shorter than the other. Typically, we're going to find that if the knee is having pain in squats, it's not so much a knee problem. It might be more of a leg length problem, which is stemming from the hips. So we want to do an analysis of the hips, see which hip might be higher than the other, and do specific chiropractic adjustments to help bring those hips back in balance, not imbalance, they're already imbalanced, in balance. And then we're gonna see that the leg length is going to balance out with these specific chiropractic adjustments to whatever areas are indicating need to be adjusted. It could be hips, it could be low back. We also wanna take a look at the knee, you know, make sure that that person's gonna get out of pain as quickly as possible through some um, heat, ice, compressions, uh, maybe some laser therapy and specific chiropractic adjustments to the knee as well, but trace it back to the imbalance in a whole body perspective. We wanna take a look at the knee, but then we wanna bring it back in a broad, broader scope and taking a look at the whole body, where that, that might be stemming from, as you said, Let's take a look at the leg length analysis. Let's take a look at hip imbalances and watch how the body writes itself and that person starts healing. So then they can get the maximum benefit out of those exercises. Now, what that brings up a point, Tiffany, you brought it up earlier, which is you can be exercising from today till tomorrow on a regular basis and really loading and going at it. And, and cardio and, 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 and weightlifting, and also have the best diet. I know this is an exercise prescription class, but we want to talk about sure. eating, right? You can have the best exercise program, the best nutrition program. If you have interference in your nervous system that controls all of this, it's not going to allow for a hundred percent best results from that exercise program, a hundred percent optimum results from that amazing nutrition protocol, because that system's compromised that takes all of that to the levels that we want to get it to. Does that make sense? Oh, that makes perfect sense. And I couldn't agree more. I've had some clients where they're doing everything the right way and they're following whatever, you know, we mentioned diet, they're following an eating program that I've developed for them and they're getting enough sleep, they're doing everything right and they're just not making gains. And I know that I, uh, one, one client was experiencing some pain 
And I said, you know, why don't you, you know, you can go to a PT or if you know a chiropractor and they, they didn't have a chiropractor, but they wanted to go to see one because they had known people had been benefited by seeing a chiropractor and they went and it was a sim simple adjustment. You know, it took a, a few visits to really correct it. But once that was corrected, and you talked about the alignment, you talked about everything. Once that was corrected, then they were really starting to make a lot of progress. And so I think it's so important to mention that. And I love how you mentioned looking for a leg length discrepancy. Because when somebody's squatting, you know, that throws everything off. And the body wants to right itself. And so you put demands on it and then you're asking it to do a task. It's going to position itself so that it can complete the task, but it might not be the right thing. You know, it's, it may cause pain because everything's misaligned. Exactly. And how is the person sitting during the day? How's their ergonomics set up or, and their chair and are their feet um, on a board where they're a little bit angled and it all works together. It, it really does. And have you ever, have you ever worked with, have, have personal trainers or exercise specialists worked with you on a client, sort of a treatment team or a, an athletic team? Have you had any of that experience? All the time. And I've been invited to take my portable chiropractic table and go to CrossFit gyms and different exercise studios specifically to work in tandem with the athletic trainers and the strength and conditioning coaches and the people that prescribe certain exercises and even the owners of these gyms, they're the ones that ask me to come in. So this way they can do their workout and then they can receive the adjustment or we might do it before the workout. It's very complimentary. Oh, that's great. And how have they, how have you been received at CrossFit? Do they have a line? People line up to have an yeah. adjustment? Yeah, it's, it's super busy. There's some of my favorite days of the week where I go with my table because they know that the chiropractor's there today and they already have the appointments set up. So I know that I'm booked before I even get there. Yeah, it's been a it's been a wonderful partnership, and the the owners of these facilities know the importance of having the chiropractic adjustments to make the exercises that much more beneficial. It's like peanut butter and jelly. <laughs> just... That's true. It goes hand in hand. You can't have one without the other. Right. right. It's just not right. Or the Reese's peanut butter cups, you know, it's like, wait, oh, yeah, you know, yeah, you remember the commercial where had had somebody with chocolate and somebody with a jar of peanut butter and they crash into each other. Exactly. And then suddenly you have this wonderful combination that that forever will be will be a real treat. Exactly. The, the days of competition are behind us. The days of the exercise uh, person or prescribing exercises to people thinking the chiropractor's competition or vice versa are behind us. Now we're being creative. So it's not competition, it's creation, working together to create the best program for the client so they can have their best life. 
I'm so glad you talked about that because that's so true. And I know the more that I've gotten in this field, there is that, that sense of collaboration. And it's all about helping that person. How best can we help that person? Exactly. Exactly. And I think that's what it's all about, rather than the competition. Yeah, it's, it's educating one another, not trying to prove that what we do is better than what you do. It's complementary and how we can collaborate. So the client is living their best quality and quantity of life. And it has to do with longevity as well. The conversation of exercise and chiropractic and eating right and exercising. And um, I don't like to call it mindfulness. I think our minds are full enough. I like to call it mind emptiness. So we, we can empty our minds and fill it with these really healthy things and work together. Oh, that's great. I really like that mind emptiness. I don't know. Sometimes I think I have that all the time, but, but uh, no. And I think that's a great point to make is we do, we try to fill everything. And I also think about a lot of people that I've worked with who are training, who are, who are uh, lifting weights is they are so focused on their routine and doing things just right that sometimes that can be overwhelming. And so that can impact how they're, they're recovering also. It's true because we put oftentimes so much pressure on ourselves that we have to look a certain way. Right. It's okay to have that, that physique and, and to strive for that. Human beings though are wired mostly for that what's next, always thinking about what's next. What's my next routine tomorrow? Or what's my next meal tonight versus what's now? Stay so super present when you're working out, when you're exercising. Bring your attention from what's next, what's the next uh, thing I need to do for the next 10 minutes, to what's happening right now. What's that muscle group I'm working in this moment? And visualize those muscles as you're working them. And you can tell your clients to do this as well. And that will bring more nutrients to that in there, more oxygen to those muscles. And the workout will be more beneficial and more fruitful. Yeah, that's a great point. Um, because we do, we tend to live in the future or in the past. We, um, I know for me, I really, I really sometimes have to focus on the present. And I think that's a wonderful observation because a lot of times when people are getting injured, one, it could be overtraining, but another, it could be they're, they're not paying attention and they're not paying attention to those cues of even if something hurts or the cues of, of lifting correctly and it can cause some real problems. Exactly. So David, is there anything else you would like to jump in and say? I, I'm always, I will always ask you for your words of wisdom because you have so many of them and they're wonderful. But what might be... Uh, some some key points to take away of how chiropractic can be part of exercise prescription and uh, it, part of the whole process. And like you said, an adjunct, just like all the other areas. Really to sum it up, and thanks for your compliment, Tiffany, I appreciate it, that 
it's useful to remember that we're only going to get the most out of our workouts when we remember that the muscles, the tendons, the ligaments, every cell that makes up who we are, every organ, every system is controlled by the nervous system. And if you're not bringing that awareness into exercise and exercise prescriptions for clients, it's probable, not possible, it's probable that you and the people that you are giving the prescriptions to are not getting the most, the absolute optimum out of those exercises because of the way we live and the stress that we have. There's misaligned vertebrae, irritating and compromising the 100% efficiency and function of the neurology. Therefore, we're living a life at less than. We simply as chiropractors flip the switch just like in that room, turning the light on. So the nervous system with our specific chiropractic adjustments are allowing those exercises to function and be performed at optimum levels of performance. That's how it works. It's simple. We complicate things too much. You guys enjoy what you do. Remember, it's all controlled by the nervous system, so you're better off with no interference in that system. And it's very complimentary. David, I, I, again, I completely agree with you. And, uh, and it is about that alignment, it's about movement, and it's about doing the right thing. And so thank you so much. And give me some some ultra wonderful words of wisdom i know you've got a ton of them that we can end this with i will do that it might not be specifically chiropractic and <laughs> exercise related but let's think about this every human being every not a certain percentage every human being is born with seeds of greatness and magnificence inside of them Therefore, it behooves each and every one of us to look within ourselves and ask ourselves the question, what do I desire? What makes me itch? What do I want out of this life that goes super fast? Because remember, we, none of us make it out of here alive. And what I mean by that is imagine, I'll close with this. Imagine if you will, you're 90, 95 years old and you're on your deathbed and the ghosts of your dreams, talents, abilities, and your amazing ideas are standing at the foot of your bed. And with large angry eyes, they say, we came to you. Only you could have given us life. And my question that I'm gonna leave you with today is what if you died today? What talents, what dreams, what abilities, and what ideas would die inside of you? Because most people go to their graves with their greatness still inside of them. That's a, that's a great place to leave us with, David. 
So thank you again for uh, taking time out of your busy day to speak with us and to, to join me in this podcast. Thank you so much, Tiffany. Every time I see you, I feel inspired and uplifted. So thank you for having me today. And I hope you guys get something out of this. Oh, I'm sure they will. Thank you, David. I appreciate it. You're welcome. Thank you for listening to the podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you have any questions, be certain to reach out to me. You'll find my contact information on the syllabus.